power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. take your seats just close your eyes begin to bless the name of the Lord just exhort him just bless his name
together for the Lord. You may take your seats. Yeah, as Pastor Adela said, in certain atmospheres, the, the clapping is difficult, but put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, I'm glad to be seated by you on the first Sunday of the year of great harvest. Hallelujah. A year by this time, I will have a testimony of a great harvest, and I believe that I'll not be the only one to have a testimony, and that you too will have your own testimony of the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah! Put your hands together for the Lord once again, and we happy to be in church in 2022 oh it's great amen and today is a it's a communion service hallelujah i don't do much preaching i'll just tell you a few things and then we'll zoom into the communion your first communion for the year is important hallelujah it is important and um Everyone needs to participate in this church. The only thing, the only requirement you need to take part in the communion is that you should be born again. Finish. That's all. That is the only. So even our children, they take communion. Amen. 
you don't need any classes or just born again that's all amen so if you are not born again give your life to christ now so that when we finish you can also take part in the communion amen all right today i want to just say a few things there are a lot of very different things so i can't give it a title i can't give it a title so uh, maybe we can say let's talk about 2022 <laughs> all right let's talk about 2022 uh, it's, it's not a preaching it's, it's, a, it's a talking <laughs> amen but 2022 is going to be a glorious year oh i said 2022 is going to be a glorious year i say it again 2022 is going to be a glorious year hallelujah if you believe it it works for you the first night one of the testimonies amazed me somebody just came through on 31st night last year and he, he caught the, the vision and it worked for him he's not a member of the is he a member of the church he's not a member of the church hallelujah so you that you are a member of this church if 2022 ends and you haven't harvested anything then it is you hallelujah when God releases a word like that, it's not for everybody. It's for those who are serious with it. Those who are ready to run with it. Those who are ready to believe it every day of the year. I'm not talking about first quarter. But say, if I say something, and I know it's true, that there were people in the meeting, church members, who had forgotten that last year was a year of open heavens. You see, this church, when, it's not like student church that when there's a theme, it's like every topic we preach... That's not the kind of system we are running. Hallelujah. Where like every preaching topic has to be. So you run with it yourself. Once in a while we remind you. <laughs> that this is what God said at the beginning of the year. Amen. Yeah. I'm sure people had forgotten. Hey, it was a year of. <laughs> this, this church we've done a lot of things. We've done the year of victories. What else? A year of possibilities. We've done breaking out that was the breaking out was the boss agenda right great yeah and now in our fifth year in our fifth year as a church it will be a year of great harvest hallelujah be a year of great harvest both as a church and in your life as an individual it will be a year of great harvest you just need to position yourself strategically and be obedient to what god says amen that's right. So the first thing I want to talk about is, you see, prophecies into the year 2022. Let me let me talk about it small. Let me talk about it small. You know, um, a lot of the bloggers were making fun. <laughs> Yesterday I was just following some videos on YouTube and they were trolling the prophets. Aha. <laughs> some people too decided to go ahead and prophesy in parables <laughs> you know somebody was asking me my opinion about the release the, the, the police made about the fact that people should be moderate in their release of things and, and I gave an analogy you see some people are angry that Christians are happy that such a thing came out. Some people are angry. Some people are happy. <laughs> there are Christians who are happy that 
you know. And the analogy I gave to the person was that killing is bad. It's something that on a normal day you should frown at. Alright? But in a situation where you have armed robbers who are killing people rampantly, if the police kills one of such armed robbers, you see people jubilating. Not because the killing is good, but the circumstances have made a bad thing something to be celebrated. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Aha. Uh-huh. It is because of the way some people have conducted themselves where some of these prophecies are concerned. Under normal circumstances, police shouldn't have any business. Meddling. And there was a part of the thing they said without evidence. Really, if I see a vision, I should record it. Pen drive, I put it in my ear. Say, collect, play it, and what? Where can we get the evidence? You see, so there's a limit to the extent to which human institutions can interfere in spiritual things. Hallelujah. Yeah. But it, it also calls for moderation. All right? It calls for moderation. I believe there are some of the things that can be said to people in private. There's no need to. But you see, it's a, it's a marketing tool for some people. It's a marketing tool for some people. Some people become popular when they give doom prophecies and it comes to pass. And, aha, I am a man of God and stuff like that. You know, it doesn't mean it's wrong to prophesy about bad things that are going to happen. No. You see, the Bible says the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. So, wisdom and maturity must be added to the thing. Amen. Yeah. So, what is happening now? People are labeling it as an attack on the church. I don't think it's gotten there. (laughs) I don't think it's gotten there. It's, it's, It's not yet an attack on the church. And, I mean, some of the people, people were referring to, nobody can convince me that Reverend Usu Bempa is not a prophet. He's a prophet. Maybe the, the way he does his things, he has a certain nature. <laughs> but the man is a prophet. No. Anybody who understands the ministry of the prophet, you will know that that man is a prophet. God has called him. Mm-hmm. God has called him. Maybe the way he will go about these things, you, you don't like it. But he's a prophet. God has called him. People like Archbishop Duncan William, they all acknowledge that this guy, God has called him. And he's a prophet. All right? And you see, when it comes to times like these and prophetic words are released, some may be good, some may be bad. I heard somebody saying, God reveals to redeem. Let me tell you that there's no statement like that in the Bible. There's no direct statement like that in the Bible. The Bible scholars, if I'm wrong, correct me. There is no direct statement like that in the Bible that God reveals to redeem. It's not every time in the Bible that God revealed to redeem. Sometimes when he reveals, he gives conditions for the redemption. So that if the conditions are not met, then it means whatever was prophesied, that doom that was prophesied will come to pass. Hallelujah. An example is Sodom and Gomorrah. Who did God reveal the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah to? To who? He revealed it to Abraham. It came with conditions. If I find this number of people who are righteous, if I find this number of people who are righteous, if I find this number of people who are righteous, at the end of the day, Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed because the conditions for the prophecy to be averted were not met. Hallelujah. So I want you to bear some of these things in mind around this time when a lot of things will come. 
it is not every time that God reveals to redeem sometimes he reveals and he tells that as for this one there's nothing anybody can do about it it is my will and it is going to happen that way amen and you see around this time too you should be sensitive about the things the people you submit to spiritually say because there are a lot of things God will use me to tell you and I won't even be aware that I'm telling you those things it's now that I'm going to when I started prophesying on 31st night it's now that I'm going to listen to it to know what I said and I'm telling you this in all genuineness I'm now going to listen to it yes I have an idea of some of the things that I said but the details I don't know I was just speaking at that inspiration and you see when we talk about prophecy it is not you see that there, there, there is an important element of prophecy which is divine utterance all right when we talk about the gift of prophecy in its purest form in isolation when we take the gift of prophecy and we say the gift of prophecy there is no element of revelation in it that's why we classify it as a vocal gift where the holy ghost takes over and uses you to speak things that you've not thought of or things that you've not preconceived hallelujah so prophecy when we say the gift of prophecy and you see most of the time when the gifts of the holy spirit are operating it's like two or three operating at the same time we isolate them for the purpose of definition all right so the spirit of god can use somebody to say something under inspiration and and for me that is one of the areas god uses me the most a lot of people i'm talking to them normally i say some things and it turns out god is speaking to that and to me i'm just talking i'm just saying things <laughs> hallelujah so around this time be, be sensitive to anything that comes out of my mouth hallelujah i may not be aware that i'm speaking to you i may not be aware that i'm, I'm giving you a word for the year 2022 even if i say it and you don't you you receive it and 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 pray on it and, and let it happen in your life hallelujah yeah the, the first month of every year spiritually is is very sensitive it's a very sensitive time how you conduct things in the first month of the year can determine how the rest of the year will go for you in the year 2020 on the first sunday like this i said some things some of the things were partly as a result of a revelation that i got those of you who remember i made mention of the fact that that year something was going to threaten the lives of health workers how many of you remember that thing at that time corona hadn't become a pandemic it became a pandemic in february it started somewhere in november december it was a wuhan problem it wasn't a global problem at the time and i said on the the first sunday of the year that something is going to threaten the the health or the the lives of health workers in that year and we prayed about and if you listen to i think um, andy has a recording of that prayer i was mentioning viruses and stuff like that honestly i didn't know what i was talking about i didn't know what i was talking about but i believe some of those prayers we prayed in those times have preserved all of us hallelujah they preserved all of us that year i'm sure if we take any year in the history of ghana from the time 
doctors, nurses, whatever health workers started working in Ghana. I don't think we've lost more health workers than we did in the year 2020 at the peak of, of, of the coronavirus. But God, through revelation, led us to pray. Hallelujah. Let's be sensitive this January. Amen. Let's be sensitive this January. Me, I didn't get the revelation that it's going to be a pandemic. There are people who got that kind of... You see, the Bible says we, we know in part and we prophesy in part. So God will give somebody one part of the thing. He'll give another person another part of the thing. Maybe he gave me that part of the thing because health workers matters concern me. And a good percentage of the membership of this church fall within that category. Hallelujah. Yeah. And so this this January, let's let's just be sensitive to the spirit of God. Take part in the fasting and prayer. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Only the Christians are responding. I said hallelujah. Aha. So we shall fast. We will pray. And we shall harvest as well. Hallelujah. Yeah. And then a very important thing about the year 2022 i told you i'm not preaching we are just talking about 2022 a very important aspect of 2022 which i believe is what will hold the whole thing together the whole thing and when i say the whole thing i'm talking about what god will do in your life and in our lives an aspect of this thing that will hold everything together is for the harvesting of souls This one is free spiritual advice. Don't think you are just going to concentrate on Charlie, my bank account, my wallet, and blah 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 blah. No, the one who will give the harvest, there is an aspect of the harvest that is topmost on his agenda. If I were you, I'll also take interest in that thing that is on his heart. Amen. The Bible says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and you do the desires of your heart. Some of us, we don't want to delight ourselves in the Lord, but we want God to do the desires of our heart. And those are the people who always get angry with God and they are offended with God. That at the beginning of the year, I wrote a year by this time. And now it's a year and one week. It's because your focus is just on the give me, give me, give me, give me. This year we are departing from that kind of Christianity. Hallelujah. We would delight ourselves in the Lord. Tell somebody you will win souls this year. You win souls this year. Tell another person you win souls this year. Okay, tell the person this one too and let's see the response. You will make a lot of money this year. Uh-huh, you see the volume went up. Hey, that one too is good though. <laughs> that one too is good. You win souls this year. And as I said on 31st night, there are two categories of people we are going after this year. The unbelievers, those who like their church is out of their lives completely you know some people in your circles who are like that your neighborhood your workplace your family you know people like that as for them they don't know god they don't really have much to do with god and the second category which is a lot of people are the unchurched say the unchurched yeah some of these people they know god though they believe god they fear god but they don't go to church or they are not stable anywhere. See, if you're an unstable Christian, it's like today, here, tomorrow, there, you have like eight churches. You are not planted anywhere. Can you imagine you've planted tomato seedling? 
Today you take it out and go and plant it in your backyard. The next day you feel like Jolly. Then you take it out and go and plant it there. What will happen to it? They will die. And that is how a lot of believers are behaving. Be planted so that you can be watered. So you can gain roots and grow. Hallelujah. You are not giving yourself the, the chance to gain roots. And how high any tree can go is dependent on how deep the roots are. The plants that don't grow very high, their roots are not deep. There was a time I preached about the cedar tree. When you see the cedar tree, it's one of the biggest trees. But the roots go deeper. And the, the length of the roots is more than twice the height of the tree. You see a giant tree like that. Huge trunk. But the roots are twice as long. And the cedar tree takes time to grow. While other, other plants are busy growing upwards, the cedar tree will take time to grow downwards first. Gain roots first. So that when it's time to start shooting, it has stability. Foundations are correct. Hallelujah. Yeah. So there are a lot of people, they are not planted. They are not planted. They are not planted. And some of you have to make up your mind. Hallelujah. To be planted. You have to make up your mind to be planted. So there are a lot of believers because of this corona have been taken out of the church system for about two years. They've not gone. And it's like the desire. People have become very comfortable with the whole online thing. Online is not bad, but it's not like being with the people of God. It's not the same. It's not the same. Forsake not the gathering of the brethren. Hebrews 10.25 There was some version somebody what version was that? What was it? Passion. The pa- Do you have passion? Oh. The pardon? You can type and look for the passion translation. And type it for us. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25. So there are people they, they, they don't go to church. They are there Sunday. And we are going to go after such people. Hallelujah. I'm going to go after such people. You may not be a good preacher to win the person by preaching. This is, I'll teach you how to win souls. Amen. I'll teach you how to win souls. One of the, of the Sundays, I'll teach you. Very practical and simple way of winning a soul. You may not be able to preach eloquently, but at least you can invite the person to church. We have put a system in place in this church where there's a pastor on duty every Sunday. Make sure all the new people who ask them, have you given your life to Christ? If there's any amongst them who hasn't given their life to Christ, that pastor is going to lead the person to Christ. Our aim is that nobody should pass through this church without being given the chance to give their life to Christ. Hallelujah. So yours is just, you invite the person. If you cannot pray for you invite the person. Use the, the same influence you use to get them to buy the cream that you have been using that is working for you. Hallelujah. That series, not that makes you very happy. Charlie, Charlie, you watch this one. Charlie, listen, listen. Make you bring your pen drive. And you are distributing. Distribute the word of God to like that. Hallelujah. Recommend church. Recommend church to people. Amen. Yeah. 
so there are many people like that corona has created a lot of unchurched christians they are christians they've given their lives to christ but they have been displaced out of the church system and we need to go after such people your friends so this year we'll be doing a lot of this invite your colleague and blah 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 we'll be creating the avenue amen and we'll be going out on outreaches I was telling the leaders the other time that one of our strengths as a church, which is unique to us, is the fact that we, we have a lot of strength and a lot of depth when it comes to the medical field, nursing, medicine. We, we have people who have knowledge of these things. We need to use it to our advantage to bring souls into the kingdom. We'll be having what we call, um, there will not be your typical medical outreach where you have set up and you are giving people medicine and stuff like that. No. This one is medical evangelism. So we form a team of three. One doctor, two nurses. We form teams. Even those who are not medical, they will go some. Hallelujah. We are invading the kingdom of Satan and bringing people out. Amen. So can you imagine you just go and sit with a household. You start, oh, Let's talk about your problems, your health problems. You've got the attention now. You give them oh advice. So do this and do that and do that. If there is a prescriber amongst crying, there is something you can prescribe. Just write a prescription. If you have money to you buy the medicine for them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Those 15 or 20 minutes you spend with them, they realize that oh, these people they care about us. The missionaries who brought Christianity to Africa. I don't know whether all of them were even speaking in tongues. The Methodist, Presbyterian, and A missionaries. One of the and, and the Africa they came to meet was darker than what we are contending with here. Those days there was no light in Africa. When I talk about light, both physical light and spiritual light, there was no light in Africa. It was indeed the dark continent. Human sacrifice and those things were rampant. How were they, they those people able to break through? It wasn't just anointing. No. They came with their schools. They came with their medicine. They came with their hospitals. They came with their education. They caught the attention of the people with what they had that the people needed. Hallelujah. So this one is urban missions. We are doing missions in the, in the urban areas. Entering people's homes. Speaking to them. Ah, now who doesn't want to have a, a, a nurse's number? But you, the number you've taken you know, is for following them up. They will want to call you when they have headache. Are you too, you are using it to follow them back? Oh, and now sorry. Brian, sorry. Let's go to church. Hallelujah. Those are some of the things we are going to be doing this year. We are also winners in the church. Amen. I said we are also winners in the church. Only Siniamo is clapping. Only Moses is excited about this one. And I'm telling you free advice once again a lot of the harvest is tied I say it's tied <laughs> it's tied to you having the kind of harvest that is number one on God's heart on your heart as well when was it that we went for the 31st um, outreach was it Thursday right we went on Thursday came and told me ah, the areas they went to there are people there power we really need to to do a lot of work i think the concentration was in the areas where the church land is we went to some of those areas to to try and 
win some people there. Aha. Uh-huh. So you have the passion, the passion translated. Aha. Uh-huh. Hebrews 10 25. He said, This is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together, as some have formed the habit of doing. In fact, we should come together even more frequently, eager to encourage and urge each other onwards as we anticipate the day dawning. Hallelujah. Yeah, I like the way they put it. So this is not the time to be absenting yourself from church. In today, out tomorrow, those kind of things. No. 2022, we bind that spirit in the name of Jesus. It's a year of being consistent in the things of God and in the house of God. Hallelujah. Yeah. So this year, we are, we are winning souls. We are winning souls. And this year, 2022, have the mindset of having multiple streams of income. If there's any year for that, it is this year. This is free spiritual financial advice. I've added spiritual so nobody can come and arrest me. <laughs> this is a year to have multiple streams of income. And you see, when we talk about multiple streams of income, what some of you must do this year is to partner with other people. Listen to this carefully. Listen to the servant of God. <laughs> this year, partner with people. There are some things you may not be able to do alone. Partner with people. Somebody may have the time. You may have the funds. Partner with the one who has the time. Come together. Bring the money. Let him bring the time. And let that thing be done. Hallelujah. You may have time. But you may not have ideas. But you may not have money. Somebody you have the time. Somebody who have the ideas. Somebody who have the money. The time, money, ideas must come together and let it happen. A lot of times we are not able to move forward because we want to do everything on our own. We don't value the power of partnership. I told you the other time, even demons know how to partner. When one goes out, he wait uh, and go and look for seven more wicked though. Not less wicked so that he will be the boss. He said, I'm prepared to decrease that my brothers may increase. So that the agenda of stealing, killing, and destroying will be accomplished. Partner with people. And the reason why some of you will need to partner with people is that you may not have the time. You see, you have a regular job that you even work on Sundays sometimes. You may not have the time. So you sit there and you depend on control and accountant generals. Meanwhile, you can invest in what somebody is doing and have a share. The person is doing the work and some passive income is coming to you. And this is one of the reasons why a lot of health workers have only one stream of income. The time is not there. That is the truth. So you should be thinking about passive income. Everybody say passive income. Passive income means you are sleeping, but money is still being made. Hallelujah. Yeah. So think about partnerships. Somebody is doing something. Somebody comes to see you. Oh, I want to start this, 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 this. You don't have to have the time to be there. But it should be people you trust. Hallelujah. Not just anybody at all. Mm, Let me emphasize that. That the man of God said partnership. So tomorrow some Amalekites or 
somebody you cannot trust just comes out oh, they say partnership so you release your money and you go like that no pray about it when you feel resistance in your spirit don't go if you go now see passive income there are a lot of low risk things you can do the high risk ones too are there not for the faint hearted they are not for the faint hearted hallelujah oh I said hallelujah those ones high risk high yield if you don't have the heart don't go there <laughs> those ones, it's called Usraundi. <laughs> if you are afraid don't go there things like forex things like crypto those kind of things they are high risk high yield also although they can turn your life around within a short time but a lot of the people who have succeeded in that area too they have been burned before it's a matter of deciding am i going on the, the forest traders in the church they understand what i'm talking about <laughs> you know but think about passive income this year think about passive income if you have the time and the energy to, to do many things at the same time do it in fact this is the time to do many things at the same time right now it is day you can work when you reach certain ages you move one two three four and your back begins to ache you can't run around like you used to anymore so this is the time work work there's no harvest without planting you understand there's no harvest without planting if you are harvesting without planting you are probably stealing you're a thief you have entered somebody's garden the work that somebody has done and this year according to the the scripture that god gave us isaiah 62 8 you know the inside of know what achuna is football achuna some people they don't tackle oh. they will just stand in the front there wait for people to do then go look and things to do their work give them this score and take the glory no Isaiah chapter 62 verse 8 new king james version new king james version he said the lord has sworn by his right hand and by the arm of his strength surely i will no longer give your grain as food to your enemies you understand he will not give your grain as food to your enemies. So your grain will be your grain. Your grain is what you put into the ground and it will grow and it will germinate and you and your family will reap for it. He will not give it to the enemy. So the atmosphere has been set for you to plant something. Plant something. And as I said on 31st night, when God opens the heavens, one of the things is to sow. To put in the effort for some of you there were certain things you were expecting last year they didn't come it's not because god didn't answer you it's because the harvest is for this year it was incubating last year the harvest is for this year and watch it watch it you expect it if, if it didn't happen last year one either it was not meant for you or two it is incubating and the harvest is for this year for this year the fact that this year is for harvesting doesn't mean it's not also for sowing you can sow and harvest in the same season 
you can sow and harvest in the same season this year you must be determined to be a giver more than ever only the Christians are saying amen you must be a giver more than ever give me Proverbs chapter 19 verse 17 and giving I'm not talking about just giving in church giving to those who are less privileged than you it's also part of it Proverbs 19 17 give me NLT it's one of the best investments I'm giving you investment secrets one of the best investments you see one of the best investments is to be a lender do you know the banks are very successful because they lend the microfinance companies they lend to people and they collect their money back with interest so more or less they sell money and they make profit on their money so lending is one of the best investments and look when, when you are lending to somebody you must lend to a credit worthy person somebody who is able to pay back with interest and who better to lend to than God himself and this is what the Bible says if you help the poor you are lending to the Lord and he will repay you God never repays anybody without interest there's a version I think the Berean study Bible I don't think you have that one you can look for that one too and Berean study Bible I like the way they put this one I think it actually uses the word loan that you are giving God a loan. What a privilege to give God a loan. The owner of the wealth. You have given him a loan. And this is what the scripture is saying. When you give to the poor. Hallelujah. So this year you must give. And you see, move away from the mentality of, hey, Charlie, I don't have oh. If you have that mentality, you will continually not have. It is as simple as that. You continually know how. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 8. Let's read from verse 1. Give me NLT for, for that one. You must not be rich before you can give. The early church is not everybody who was, who was rich in the early church. As the scripture is going to show us. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 1. It said, Now I want you to know, dear brothers and sisters, what God in his kindness has done through the churches of Macedonia. Everybody say the churches of Macedonia. Verse 2. He said, They are being tested by many troubles. Just like you're also being tested by many troubles. So if I ask you, who here has no trouble? If you raise your hands, Christ, by faith. <laughs> All of us, we have something we are, we are dealing with. There's something. There's some beast everybody is fighting. He said, What? They are being tested by many troubles. What are some of the troubles that test us? What are some of the troubles? Oh, mention them. It doesn't mean the one you are mentioning is what you are going through. Just mention it's just for example. What are some of the troubles? Money troubles, uh, accommodation troubles, school fees troubles, health troubles, all sorts of troubles. Is that what? They are being tested by many troubles. And it goes on to say, and they are very poor very poor. I don't think anybody in this church can be classified as very poor. Even if you believe, move out of that mentality. Let the poor say, I am rich. <laughs> he said, but they are also filled with abundant joy. Your pocket mustn't be full before when you come to church, you praise God and lift up your hands in worship. You shouldn't wait till you receive that alert. Before you are happy 
where the things of God are concerned. He said, but they are also filled with abundant joy, which has overflowed in rich generosity. Hey, people who have troubles, they are not just poor, but very poor. And instead of being sad all the time, they are overflowing with joy and it doesn't end there. The little that they have, they have overflowed in rich generosity. This is serious. Verse 3. For I can testify that they gave not only what they could afford, but far more. Let me break this scripture down for you. <laughs> they are troubled. They are poor. But in those two situations, they are still generous. And we are being told that they, they didn't give only what they could afford. But more. For you to give <laughs> more than you can afford, then you are probably borrowing to give. I don't know what other explanation there could be. Or you are giving in faith. I don't have it now. But I'm giving in faith. I'm pledging or... <laughs> I'm pledging in faith. I don't know. Can anybody... I told you there's no teaching. It's not preaching. We are, we are talking. Can anybody give another explanation for that? Giving more than you can afford. What, what, what other meaning could there be? Either you are borrowing to give or you are giving in anticipation that something will open from somewhere. I'm trying to show you the nature of the early church. No wonder they had the results we are struggling to replicate 2,000 years after with all our technology and everything. Verse 4. He said, they begged us again and again for the privilege of sharing in the gift for the believers in Jerusalem. They begged for the opportunity to give. They were poor. They were troubled. And a lot of you find yourselves in that same category. It is not a barrier for giving. Hallelujah. In the house of God, there's nothing like a small offering. God doesn't measure your offering by the size of what you put in. He measures the size of your offering by what is left after you've given. How do I know that? Jesus stood in the church when they were giving offering one day. People gave and put big bundles. And a widow put her two mites. Probably the smallest of all the offerings. And Jesus said, this one has given more than everyone else because it was her last. That means the biggest offering you can give is when you give and there's nothing left. Even if it's two CDs. It's bigger than one million CDs when there is 10 million left. Do you understand how God thinks? And how God does his things? Yeah. So this year we will be givers. Hallelujah. Oh, I said this year we will be givers. And you see, I must commend the, the leadership of the church. Let's clap for the leaders of the church. Let's clap for the leaders. You know, when it came to buying the land, it was the leaders that pulled themselves together. And we added a little majority of the money was what the leaders contributed. There were people who sold their cars. I'm saying it again. There are people who sold their cars for us to be able to acquire the church land. And at our leaders meeting too, we agreed that at the end of January, we are all going to give our first fruits. When we say first fruit, it means our first salary for the year. 
we are all going to give it up, including myself. As for Mami Fire, she's been the first person to do it. She's done it already. She's paid it in advance. We are going to give our first fruits. And I decided to, to, to make it easier for people because January is a very cantankerous month. Most of you, your balance has <laughs> Christmas has chopped all already. So the January salary is the one people look forward to the most. So I decided, okay, if you still want to do it, we can divide it into two for you. You do half in January and half in February, all right? I'm telling you this so that you may not be a leader in the church, but you want to take part in this thing. Hallelujah. You want to take part in this thing in the year of harvest. Feel free and join this move. Amen. And everything is going to go into our church building. Everything we collect is going to go into our church building. As we are hoping that by the time we are celebrating or we are climaxing our fifth anniversary next year, we'll be doing it in our own auditorium. These are some of the sacrifices we must make. Hallelujah. These are some of the sacrifices we must make. In this church, we don't force people to give. This thing I did, I made it um, voluntary for them. And they themselves rebuked me for making it voluntary. Some of them called me aside. They know themselves. <laughs> they are not there. They called me aside like Peter called Jesus aside to rebuke him. When he said he was going to Jerusalem to die. They rebuked me for making it optional. And so I've opened it up. Anybody who wants to do it, just take part in this thing. Look, we are not doing it. Okay, let me talk for myself. I'm not doing it with any expectation in mind. I'm doing it because I love God and I love the work of God. That is why I'm doing it. That is why I'm doing it. The first time I gave first fruits in my life, I did it because I just wanted to. I wasn't expecting anything. I wasn't expecting anything from God. But by the end of the first quarter of that year, God had opened doors for multiple streams of income and my monthly earnings had quadrupled times four. I'm not saying the same thing will happen to you. You see, God, eh, he will definitely reward you when you give. But maybe the reward may not be in the form you expect. You understand? Sometimes the problem is that we have a fixed mind as to how we expect the returns or the reward to come. But God also has a different idea altogether. Yours may not be like mine. It may be something God will take you out of. Some, something that was probably supposed to bring you shame and spoil your name. And because of that seed that you have sown, God will just cancel it like that. Hallelujah. And so I'm encouraging you, those of you who work, join us and let us do this thing. And let's raise that building in record time. Let's raise that building in record time. Hallelujah. Let's raise it in record time. If I say I'll give you the my history with God when it comes to giving, we won't end here. We won't end here. I told you the last time, that the last time I prayed for anything material in my life was 2009. 2009. When I pray, I pray for people. I pray for people's needs. I don't pray for myself. For my personal needs, no. But God has taken care of me. Hallelujah. God has taken care of me. So this year we are going to be givers. Amen. Those who are not tithers, you will tithe. Hallelujah. 
Oh, I said, those who are not tithers, you will tithe. Hallelujah. You see, if you are earning thousand cities and you are finding it difficult to give God hundred, even if you don't believe in tithe at all, the principle of God giving you more when you are faithful with little is there. That principle is there. If it's difficult for you to give God hundred out of your thousand, you think it will be easy to give a thousand when you are earning ten thousand. So with that your thousand, you are proving not to be faithful with a little. So how will God open doors and trust that if I give you times 10? Because if he gives you times 10 and you are still not giving, if the whole principle of being robbers, <laughs> then he's making you a bigger robber. <laughs> Say, no, no, I don't want a bigger robber. Let me keep him here. Hallelujah. Yeah. So it's a good thing to tithe. Amen. And this year we are going to be givers. Hallelujah. Oh, I said this year you are going to be givers. Hallelujah. Yeah. All right. So I think I've exhausted the things I wanted to share with you for the year 2022. Um, as the days go by, I'll still be releasing some more pieces of advice. Things that I believe if you work with. Things that I believe if you apply in your life, it will work for you. But this year, you will see a great harvest. Hallelujah. Oh, I said this year you will see a great harvest. Hallelujah. This year you will see a mighty harvest. Hallelujah. Yeah. The harvest means results. So you see results. In your academics, you see results. Yeah. The, the good news you are expecting is going to come. Oh, only a few people. So why? If we don't like good news, I said the good news you are expecting is going to come. It's going to come. It's going to come. After church on 31st night, somebody came to me and said, apparently when I was prophesying, I said some good news in March. He said, he's expecting some good news in March, so he has claimed it for himself. And let it be so for him in the name of Jesus. So, in the name of Jesus. I want us to stand to our feet. I want to pray for two minutes, and then we'll take our communion, and then we have a baby dedication to do too. Hallelujah. Yeah, I told you that this year we will dedicate babies and this year I will dedicate more cars than I've ever dedicated. And in fact, today after church I'm going to even dedicate one car already. Just say, I started that and I prophesied that yours is on the way in the name of Jesus. You see, this year there will be some things eh? you yourself, it won't be part of your aims for the year but they will come. They will not be part of your aims for the year because you think it's impossible. You think it is beyond you but God will surprise you God will shock you. you you will give a testimony that you never thought you were going to give may it be so in your life in the name of Jesus lift up your right hand we're going to pray say father say in the name of Jesus say today in the place of prayer I enter my year of great harvest in the name of Jesus say today I receive of my spirit to divine instruction as far as 2022 is concerned in the name of Jesus in the next two minutes I just want you to pray and put your expectations for the year 2022 before God this is an important atmosphere 
your expectations. During the fasting and prayer, I'll give you the chance to write seven things you want God to do for you in the year 2022. But this one, I want you to just, it's between you and God. Just tell God. It's like as if he's standing in front of you. Just tell him, this is what I want. This is what I want. Just begin to pray right now in the name of Jesus. Place your expectations before God. Place your expectations before God. Even before we take the communion. Place your expectations before God. Your academic expectations. Your financial expectations. Your spiritual expectations. Tell him. Speak to him. Lay before him now. Salamataka bagata bagata. Shalarasata kata bagata. Rakata na na zone magata. The expectations of the righteous shall not be cut off. Speak to the Lord. Speak to the Lord. Imagine that He's standing before you right now. Tell Him the Lord. This is what I need for the year 2022. I believe the angels of the Lord are all around this place. Place that petition before God now. The expectations you have for your family, the expectations you have for your children, the expectations you have for your ministry, for your academics, for your career. We lift up an altar in this place right now. Lord, meet us at the altar. An altar is a place for the meeting of humanity and divinity. And today we erect an altar. And we say, Lord, come and meet your people. Come and commune with your people. He says, come, let us reason together. Expectations for your family. Expectations for your children. Expectation for anything that means anything to you. It is a year of great harvest. The expectations of the righteous shall not be cut off. Don't take this as any ordinary time. This is the first Sunday of the year 2022. Speak to God. Speak to God. Speak to Him about that health situation. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. What do you want to see in your family? What do you see, want to see in your life? Speak to the King of Kings. Speak to the Lord of Lords. Sandalaya Katara, 
Can I have the communion element? Now this communion that we are going to take will have a lot of spiritual significance in your life in the year 2022. And I hear the Lord saying that for some of you, this is your health insurance for the year 2022. This is your NHIS. This is your glyco. This is your, if you believe it, it will work for you. That as you take this, let every agenda with the emergency room be cancelled. Let every agenda with, with, with the operation table be cancelled. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I don't know what else you want God to do in your life when you take this communion. Maybe there's a healing that you want. I want you to place that petition before God right now. It is a reminder of the resurrection power, the power of the death and the resurrection of Christ. Maybe it's something you need to be delivered from. Maybe it's even a weakness that is in your life. That as this body of Christ and as this blood of Christ enters you, let it neutralize anything that is evil. Let it neutralize anything that represents death. Lift up your voice and begin to pray right now. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we claim our health insurance from this communion today. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God, as we take it, let every scheduled agenda, emergency operations, let them be cancelled in the name of Jesus. If there be anything in your blood that is incubating, waiting to manifest, let it be consumed by the power of the blood in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Come and pray. Come and pray. Come and pray. In the next one minute. No weapon that is fashioned against you shall prosper. And every time that shall rise up in judgment against you, we condemn in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Ratatatabadabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahatabahat
Oh, as you take it, let it be life. Let it neutralize death. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let every appointment with the mortuary be cancelled in the name of Jesus. Let the blood be our covering in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Pray for one more minute. Pray for one more minute. This is your health insurance. Declare that this is your health insurance for the year 2022. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. The Bible says our Lord Jesus Christ on the night that he was betrayed. He took bread and after he had given thanks, he broke it. He said, this is my body that is broken for you. He said, do this in remembrance of me. And the Bible says, after the same manner also, he took the cup and after he had given thanks, he said, this is the blood of the new covenant that I shed for you. He said, do this in remembrance of me. And today we are obeying that word. And as we take these elements. We declare that we are taking the body of Christ. We are taking the blood of Christ. And that whatever power comes with the death and the resurrection of Jesus. Is being made alive in us in the name of Jesus. And as we take it we declare that this. Is our life insurance for the year 2022. Amen. This is our health insurance for the year 2022. Amen. We cancel every agenda of hell against our health and against our lives in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Every appointment with the operation table we cancel in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every unnecessary visit to the emergency room we cancel in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every appointment with the mortuary we cancel in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He said you shall not die but you will live to declare the works of the Lord. And we declare that as we take this we are causing doors to open in our lives. We are causing gates to open in our lives. We are causing windows and opportunities to open in our lives. Starting from this month of January. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. And as we take it, we invoke and activate divine favor over our lives. Favor with man and favor with God. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. Alright, so elders and presiding elders just come. Lift up your head, oh ye gates, be lifted up, ye ancient doors, as we ascend this holy mountain. Ah, yeah. 
take the bread. And as we eat it, we declare that we are eating the body of Christ. Go ahead. And open the wine. As we take the sin, we declare that we are drinking the very blood of Jesus. The blood of the covenant. The blood that purifies. The blood that delivers. The blood that heals. The blood that speaks better things than the blood of evil. You can take it now. Let me say this if at any point in the time in the service you felt led to come and touch this altar but you didn't come raise your hand you felt that yes just come and do it right now you ask me how did i know the spirit of the lord told me just touch it right now can i have oil please if you felt like touching it no don't go let me just pour this oil on you father whatever the need is the desire is as you revealed it prophetically let it be so in their lives in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth oh, Jesus. the son of the living God see when you are in a spiritual atmosphere when God tells you something do it this one God gave you a second chance hallelujah God gave you a second chance maybe next time he won't next time he won't tell me but whatever it is for which you needed to engage this altar in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth I make a decree into your life that the Lord will meet you at the point of your need the Lord will meet you at the point of your need the Lord will meet you at the point of your need in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the son of the living God if you are into any form of business at all come and touch this altar any form of business or you plan to start a business come and touch In every aspect of your life, Rada Bahata Bahata Kabahasa. I prophesy multiplication, tenfold multiplication, hundredfold multiplication, a thousandfold multiplication. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I speak the Mimshak anointing upon that business right now in the name of Jesus. May the Holy Ghost Himself be your publicist. May the Holy Ghost himself do the advertisement for you. May the Spirit of God himself move the hearts of men. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. 
And I sense a grace for God to open doors for people to come and invest money into people's businesses to expand it. Oh, let that grace be released right now in the name of Jesus. Let that grace be released right now in the name of Jesus. Helpers will come from the north, the south, the east, and the west. You may not have what it takes now. The Spirit of God will move somebody's heart. Fruitfulness, 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 fruitfulness. fruitfulness. The Mimshak anointing. We invoke the Mimshak anointing. spirit for that business we erase that line today with the blood of Jesus we break that barrier today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth we declare that the boundaries have been extended the boundaries have been extended the pegs have been relocated in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the son of the living God in this year of great harvest let every limitation to that endeavor be broken in the name of Jesus I declare that the lines are falling for you in pleasant places Interesting, all the prophetic words I'm receiving along the lines of abundance. And the Lord says I should tell some of you that this year you handle dollars. Amen. Some of you, you've, never, you've never owned the best you've done is somebody has given you over money, but you've never owned. But this year, this year, this year, this year, man. Because I just kept seeing the dollar sign. I just kept seeing the dollar sign. I just kept seeing the dollar sign. Somebody, even just next week, you receive a gift and it will be in dollars. Amen. In just next week, you receive dollar sign. Dollar sign. I speak fruitfulness into your life. Amen. I speak abundance into your life. Amen. Anything that has represented a limitation in your life. In your business in your academics in your career it breaks today in the name of jesus christ of nazareth the bible says the lines are falling for me 
in pleasant places. The lines are falling for you in pleasant places. Of you, the lines are meant to restrict you, but we are erasing and, and, and recalibrating the boundaries in the name of Jesus. And some of those boundaries are being moved beyond the nation, beyond the borders of the nation. Your influence is spreading beyond the borders of the nation, beyond the borders of the nation, beyond the borders of the nation. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The son of the living God. Amen. That fountain I saw on 31st night, I'm seeing it again. It's the fountain of divine supply. Amen. It's the fountain of divine supply. Amen. Some of you, God will shock you this year. Uh, In uh, times when you think you have hit the brick wall, there is nothing coming from anywhere. Oh, God will move something. God will move somebody. Because that fountain is flowing. And it will flow from now to the end of the year 2022. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. This year, you will know God as a provider. You will know Him as a provider. You know Him as a provider. You know Him as a provider. And I hear again, some of you, your blessing is linked to your helping others. Your blessing is linked to your helping others. Some of you that I'm saying this to, God told you this thing two days ago. Two days ago. It's you specifically I'm talking to. Your blessing this year is linked to helping others. It's linked to helping others. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. I don't know why this fruitfulness thing is not going. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You are not responding like people who are in a spiritual atmosphere at all. This one is not spiritual warfare. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say this morning. This morning. In the place of prayer. In the place of prayer. I receive. I receive. The grace. The grace. For fruitfulness. For fruitfulness. In the year 2022. In the year 2022. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Anything that represents fruit. May you receive it in your life in the name of Jesus. If it is babies, receive it in the name of Jesus. If it is financial fruits, receive it in the name of Jesus. If it is a scholarship, receive it in the name of Jesus. If it is an appointment, receive it in the name of Jesus. If it is a promotion, receive it in the name of Jesus. If there's anybody here for and somebody is sitting on your appointment and your promotion today by this decree that I'm about to make may the Lord rain coals of fire upon the head may the Lord rain coals of fire upon the seat of that person that is withholding the blessing in the name of Jesus Christ of the son of the living God by this decree, we settle this matter here. Amen. This morning. Amen. Right in this place. Amen. And we declare that it is done. Amen. Somebody shout, it is done. It is done. 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 Don't miss this year's fasting and prayer. I will be in my prophetic element. Don't miss it. The next time we are going to have communion, it will be at moment of change. That one, it will be the oversized bread. Oh. That one, we are not going to do representative 
bread. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. That giant bread. Amofa is the one who has been supplying it. He knows where they take it. In fact, the last one, he sponsored it fully. Let's put our hands together for him. Bread will never lack in your home in the name of Jesus. You see, bread in the Bible is not just bread. When you say give us our daily bread, then you pan on It's not only pan Hallelujah. Just begin to thank God for this morning. Thank Him for this morning. Thank Him for this morning. You may take your seats. information reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our facebook page the overflow worship center stay blessed overflow overflow